0: let come again The be your my-
1: the Dutch and the Cool Breeze program. Is you this, know what that is, Johnny? Is, yeah, that's Mike and the Mad Dog. Mike and it? the Mad Dog. <laughs> you know what? I was just about to say, is this DYM podcast or Mike and the Mad Dog? <laughs>
0: the Dutch and the Cool Breeze program. Right here on the WFAN <laughs> <and> radio network. <laughs> that used to be a staple of, uh, of I used to drive around delivering pizzas, and I just listened to Mike and the Mad Dog, dude, every afternoon.
1: They were, yeah. They were um, three to what a three to seven or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, three to maybe they, they used to, to they, yeah, something around there.
1: No, two to six. They used to have the commercials on TV, and it would be like the the cheesy like radio commercials on TV <laughs> yeah, of Mike yeah, and yeah. the Mad Dog. I can't even remember anyone in particular. I just remember because like, I never listened to the show for years, like twenty years. They were on for like probably even longer, maybe <laughs> twenty something years.
0: Yeah, Mike Mad Dog Russo would do the old uh good afternoon, everybody, introduction every single day. But this is the DYM podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Fiore. With me as always is the Dutchman himself, Mr. Sean Donnelly. Good to see you, pal. You are disappearing in front you. of our eyes.
1: Oh, yes. I'm I'm <laughs> down to I'm down to my baby weight. I am nine Woo! pounds, six <laughs> ounces. No, I'm I'm hitting a wall. I'm hitting a was wall, that, Andy. I'm, was that your was that how much you are you were born? No, I just made that up. That's it, my exact
0: weight. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I was nine pounds, six ounces. That's my exact birth weight that you guessed.
1: Oh, that's so funny. I that's was just, hilarious. I, completely, I picked a random number. I just picked that, a random number. That's the exact
0: one. I swear it's on my birth certificate. That's so funny. Wow.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I lost some weight, but then I'm like, Dude, I I'm like one of those people that like I'm fucking terrible at it. So like I the minute I get a little thing going, I'm like I'm good. Like I'm uh, it's <laughs> I'm hard like, to maintain. It's hard to maintain. And then uh you know, I, I now that the Easter candy stuff is in all the stores, I've been getting those Their their Cadbury makes them. It's not the Cadbury eggs. It's like the robins eggs thing with the candy shell. The candy shell. Oh, that's some of my favorite. That's my favorite, baby. That's my
0: yeah. I'll take I'll take a a candy
1: shell egg any day of the week. I love it. Goodness
0: gracious, Heloise. Yeah, I uh, try not to eat any of that stuff anymore. I I, yeah. I, I the doctor told me I. Don't have diabetes, and I'm still scared that I have diabetes. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's how much my hypochondria. Yeah,
1: I've cut down a lot. Like I was really bad. You can tell, man. You're looking great. Oh, thanks, thanks. No, I just meant in general. Like it's just a matter of there yeah. they are. Robin's eggs. See, that's Whoppers makes those, and then Cadbury.
0: Whoppers is still <laughs> my favorite name of a candy.
1: Whoppers makes those. Whoppers. And then Cadbury has their own version. Where it's like whatever eggs, I think they have their own version. Yeah, exactly. Did Um, I ever tell you
0: this story? Sorry, not to, before we jump into that, we got a big, great podcast today. I love, we teased it last week. We're going to do our our universes that we would like to be a part of. But before we get into that, I have two little fun stories. Whoppers always reminds me of one of my very first road gigs in stand-up comedy. Like first time I was kind of going on the road, not even like a, a weekend. It was just like a road trip. I drove, this might have been like 2008. I drove Pat Dixon. I was featuring for Pat Dixon at like a one night. Talk about a
1: Whopper, huh?
0: Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it was just like a one night, one show at Parks Casino. And uh,
1: there's the Cadbury ones, by the way. Oh, yeah, oh, right, there there good good Thanks, Cadbury, Mike. Yeah. yeah Cadbury ripped the, Robin's eggs off very that's the, fast.
0: Ca- that's the caviar of the Cadbury. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and I will never forget this because Pat Dixon, I don't know if anybody knows him, he wears a suit on stage. He wears a suit almost at all times. Pat I Dixon is a
1: a uh, thousand year old man and a 45 year old man's body. <laughs> I pick yeah, him up. He's yeah. already
0: got the suit on. He's just already gets in my car in the suit and just goes, hey, man, I'm going to shut my eyes. Give me a holler in like an hour. And I just went, all right, I guess this is how driving headliners goes. He immediately goes to sleep. I mean, before I, I even pull out from the curb and we're on the new jersey turnpike going to pennsylvania i swear to god this was the sentence verbatim that he says he wakes up kind of opens one eye looks at me goes hey man you uh you want to pull off get a couple of whoppers (laughs) some get a couple of whoppers who fucking calls him that
1: the burgers yeah Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) not joking he just goes, you want to get a couple of Whoppers or something? I go, <laughs> yeah, we can get a bite to eat. I don't know if a couple of Whoppers is our food of choice, but geez, Louise,
1: that's a guy who there, there he is. is, Pat
0: Dixon. Yeah, he's in a suit. That's, always. He's, looked, he's always looked like that to me.
1: He looks like he's telling people to get off his lawn constantly. He just <laughs> yeah. has that you know what he looks like
0: he looks like he's Michael Douglas and falling down at all times <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's 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 a sweet dude but he he just he gets so miserable sometimes yeah he's like, yeah, he he like Pat scary. just and he also is I think he's older than he I don't know how old he is but he's way uh, younger no, than he I mean he's way older than he looks like he he's looked
0: look that way for 20 years
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
0: but before we got on the pod we were talking about uh just you know creams and lotions and uh, yeah because and i i've
1: been having i did my, i did a thing where my the roof of my mouth was like irritated or burnt and i was like i don't know where it came from i think it's because i started drinking espressos remember we burned told it? i told that, yeah i think no no i just burned it like not like that meaning like i think the, the the acidity from the coffee and whatever to be, uh, <laughs> be a wrench into a <laughs> racket um i would have like buffalo chicken and coffee and all the spicy oh, stuff so i Lord. think. Not, not, at the same time. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> and I think that I I mean, a dozen I, wings
0: and an espressos
1: too sweet. <laughs> I think so much acidity <laughs> gave me this burning mouth thing, like where my I'm ear ir- my roof of my mouth is irritated, and it sucks. Okay. So I went to the 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 the, the um the drugstore, and I went. I was going to buy myself these things called Act, which is like su- saliva producing, like yeah, like, it's like lozenges. A watch, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, they also have these like lozenges that are. Yeah. And I went to the thing and I asked the lady behind the counter. I go, hey, these are good for like if you got like burning mouth syndrome, right? Because I, I looked it up online. I just looked up online what I had. What? And, I, and the only thing that fit was like burning mouth syndrome. And I was like, is this good for burning MS. mouth? And she was like, why don't you just go ask the pharmacist? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and then you walk to the back. I, I've never done this in my life. You walk to the back of the pharmacy. And, yeah, you know, of course, there's a sign that says consultation right above the fucking <laughs> right there. And I'm like, oh, I can definitely find out. So I asked this guy who wanted nothing to do with me, but he still answered my question. Uh, I was like, hey, 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 explain the situation. He goes, uh, you need a, a, a numbing agent. Get Ambersol. So I got Ambersol for the first time in my life, yeah. and I applied it, and it was like I was going to the dentist. It was like my the sides of my lips where yeah, I accidentally been, got somewhere numb. The roof of numb. my mouth was numb.
0: Yeah. Numbs, you right, up. Numbs you right up. Super turbo stuff.
1: Yes, it works really fast.
0: And there, I say super turbo sometimes when it comes to stuff like that because when I was in college, I was at my friend Beaver's house in uh over the summer. He lives in Warwick,
1: Rhode I, Island. For, for those in Demon Nation who don't know, Andy grew up in Animal House, the movie. He um <laughs> He's not my financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> who does your stocks? I go Beef. Beef, the beef. <laughs> the beef. Did you call him the Beef? Was Beaver nope. after like did he look like Leave It to Beaver or something? No, Buck Teeth as a kid. Big Buck oh, Teeth. Okay. Ah, that's like pretty
0: straightforward pretty straightforward straight he forward. comes from uh, and he's got three older brothers and they're just nightmares like they come from that class system of older brother where one just shits on the next and then they all beat on the youngest so he oh was he, God. Yeah, he's a very defensive guy you can't like, and it's, he's like got it's like jail
1: it's like jail
0: that's exactly it's,
1: it's like, it's like the a hierarchy cast. of jail yeah
0: so um, we actually had to go to a funeral uh, sadly enough and uh, he got really sick so a bunch of us uh, all of our college friends are are at his house because it was near the the uh, the wake we had to go to and uh, his older brother Nathan, Nay, comes out and he's like this kid's fucking, they all have awful Rhode Island accents, he's like this kid is fucking sick yo, <laughs> well, I'm like I'm like really, how bad is it he goes, let's just put it like this I go, B, you want me to get you some Tylenol and he goes, yeah, get me like it's the, the super turbo it's <laughs> like a, you know like extra strength
1: extra strength yeah was Which the words he was looking it. for
0: but in his delirium i guess he confused extra strength you go yeah give me the two tu-
1: super turbo so yeah.
0: <laughs> i always, i've always enjoyed that as a little affectation
1: it's tylenol and also a toyota uh, supra yeah, exactly T- tylenol it's, super it's turbo a, it's a fast and the furious car as well as it's a turbo <laughs> um yeah so i freaking uh i have that working right now and it's working pretty well but i think i might have wiped it off already because now i'm feeling the burning mouth again
0: yeah i mean maybe cut back on the espressos or something you know that's what, I mean?
1: what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna have to do which kind of sucks
0: i don't want to be uh every 10 minutes you know shawnee's gonna be hey you want to record and you're gonna have to go eh, it's my bms <laughs> my, my, burning, my burning, like burning mouth syndrome i can <laughs>
1: my time of the month <laughs> <laughs> so it's got bms hey, hey why? why it's like every other day why did donnelly miss that spot <laughs> it's his time it, his, his aunt his aunt his aunt tinge is 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 visiting <laughs> what's a good word for burning his aunt flame is is yeah, visiting yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's
0: got a flare up
1: <laughs> he's got a flare up <laughs> yeah hey sorry bet, yeah.
0: you go hey Shawnee uh he kind of snapped at me the other day yeah he is bmsing hard <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we talk, i start telling women all in my life i'm just like yeah i wish you could go through this once a month how about that I wish you could, I wish- <laughs> <laughs> then you know what it's like, you know? <laughs> and me and my
0: girlfriend, we had a pregnant scare the other day, but thank God my roof and my mouth started burning. I knew we were okay. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then somebody's like, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Like, that's, just, <laughs> that's not medical at so all. Med- medically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I I've gotten this before. I think this is how much of an idiot I am. I just like live in the misery of my head. So I just I, I get this there. burn. I, yeah, I get this burning mouth thing. And the time I got it before, I didn't even seek out any anything to resolve it. I just any cures or anything. I just dealt with it and, right. and was in pain and then it went away like that kind of thing. You know, and well, now that's I'm normally like, how
0: you burn the roof of your mouth. It goes. But I feel like you have something different.
1: It's no, it's different. It's not like it's not like I burnt it on something hot. It's like irritated.
0: Uh-huh. Well, hopefully they uh figure it out. and
1: Yeah. It goes probably, away I, because I, what I'm trying to say is I have six months to live. Andy. <laughs> no, that's what my dad like would say at, at all before he died. Like, <laughs> like when he was alive and well, pretty much he would say, do you go to the doctor and come back? Or or if you, uh, if I went to the doctor, he go, would they tell you six months to live? Like it was just like his.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> go to thing one?
1: that he would say. Yeah. <laughs> six months uh, and then, but then it's like but then once your dad dies it's like well you can't make that joke anymore can you
0: no <laughs> thanks for opening up that old wound sean. <laughs> coming up on a year here and i wasn't talking to- oh fuck <laughs> off. i'm kidding i'm kidding
1: <laughs> yeah, I- yeah, like- <laughs> man i'm really i'm really hate- bringing down
0: i'm bringing down BMS the-
1: Sean. <laughs> 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 it's bms sean is the v- version of debbie downer it's the podcast <laughs> yeah, version yeah. of debbie downer I'm like, well, it's gonna we're all gonna get swept up in a hurricane anyway. So what does it matter? <laughs> wah, wah.
0: Wah, 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 wah.
1: <laughs> so before we get to our topic of the day, which is the universes, and I really hope that people one. uh uh enjoy us talking about which I had I came in with a, a few of them that we can talk about, but before we do, I did a couple of a couple of rewatches. Oh um, right, and uh but you watched something new, but let me do mine first yeah. because you're okay. yeah, uh, because this way, you know, they'll probably be quick. I one of my favorites, which I, I I'm, I think I should clarify is probably my favorite Spike Lee movie. I have two two Spike Ooh. Lee movies that I that I think are the I'm going to
0: guess both of them, if you don't mind.
1: OK, try to guess both of them.
0: I've, I know one is Inside Man. That's correct. That's what I rewatched. OK, that was what I was going to go with. And I want to say 25th Hour is
1: the other one. No, it's not. Uh, Malcolm X is the other one really i think malcolm x is a really good movie i like malcolm X better than bamboozled yeah <laughs> i i liked it i i've, I've seen it like twice in my life but i liked it i liked it a lot i think it's a good i saw movie. in the theater because i got I, I mean i was the perfect
0: suburban white kid at that time to get swept up and like i was uh, if my mom would have let me get the x hat i would have <laughs> like i was that
1: ignorant toward
0: what that would have meant
1: you know how bad I want you to just do that now.
0: <laughs> Imagine a dinner to have 40 years old. Do you think would you get I'd canceled? probably be the next fucking Portland of mayor if I did that now. <laughs> would you get canceled? I think things are so out of whack now. People would, would be like, he is so progressive that he identifies so much with Black Lives Matter. that. Or he would it be a thing strong where, enough.
1: could you call it cultural appropriation?
0: Yeah, I mean, I thank God my mom. It was like <laughs> stupid. You can't wear that at the time because I was like, "Why not? It's a cool hat, and it is a cool hat."
1: You're with your friend, you're with your friend. You're like, "We can't wear these hats." My mom will clunk our heads together like mo. heads <laughs> together. <laughs> I can't go there. Um, <laughs> you, you. I now I want somebody, please. If if (laughs) anybody who's a fan of the podcast, I'll wear it during a taping. How about that? Please, please please Photoshop a picture of a Malcolm X hat on Andy's head and then make it go viral.
0: I don't need this.
1: (laughs) Oh, that would be so great. Just Andy, Uh,
0: but yeah, I, I saw it in the theater and I may have seen it uh once couple years ago. I have so I'm not that familiar.
1: Uh it, Malcolm X is great, but Inside Man is my hands down hands down, I think the Inside best Man movie is that good. Spike is Spike Lee has done. It's such a cool yeah. movie. It's such a cool movie. Yeah. And uh I there's a few people from The Wire in that movie. And I yeah. I'll let you know how much I love The Wire. And um I watched it with um my lady friend. I watched it mm-hmm. with me and Megan watched it. And Megan's funny because Megan's one of those movie watchers where mm-hmm. she'll watch something go. And then what are you doing? What I are called you this. La- I called this last week. You did not. I, I did. I what, go, Every
0: story is going to be a wee story now. And now she's the first person. I haven't said now the word we. I haven't said we once. I, the whole. Yeah, I know story. you upgraded to her first name status. So I was, I, you know, Megan said this the other. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's very sweet. I'm so happy for you. I I'm, No, I'm but I'm, I'm saying.
1: I'm trying to bring up a type of movie watcher.
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: God, you motherfucker. So, I'm not, I'm being genuine. I am. So, um, uh, she's that movie watcher that while it's going on, she'll go, like, I'll be, we'll be sitting there. She'll go, huh, like that. Like, if something, happened, yeah, like, she'll jump yeah. and then she's be a like, girl, she'll be like, yeah, right. She'll be like, why did they do that? Why are they gonna, why does that happen? And I'm like, you're like, I had to say, you'll see, like, oh, three times during yeah. the movie. <laughs> That's like my mom. <laughs> she can't fucking- I can't. But I kind of like it like I, I like I kind of like it because I'm like, oh, it's I've seen the especially when something on a rewatch, because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, at least you're getting excited about the movie. I like it because of that for yeah. that reason. It's like, oh, you're you're watching it for the first time you're you're into it. You know, yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, Yeah, I watched that on your
0: recommendation in the quarantine. That was a recent one for some reason. Inside man just got by me over the years.
1: Oh, yeah. And did you end up liking it a lot? Yeah, great. Loved yeah, it. I yeah,
0: love yeah. a heist. I love a bank robbery. Good. Yeah. Oh, right up my Yeah, eye, You know? Um, What else you got?
1: The other rewatch was, and I haven't rewatched it in a long time. And I realized I was trying to do that. I'm doing the math on how old the movie is. I'm like, damn, I was 19 when this movie came out. Oh, it's uh, the worst. Yeah, it was so crazy. And then uh, it was Boogie Nights.
0: Oh, top five all time for me.
1: Boogie Nights is so great so good there's a cool thing I don't know if it, I don't think it became a Paul Thomas Anderson thing um, yeah. like I don't know if he does this in other movies I I, I want to look for it um, but it, it really works well in certain scenarios in these films uh, because the it's the scene where they're at Alfred, Alfred Molina's house which is probably one of the best scenes in movie history uh, just the amount of tension that is just brought to yeah. it, like a next next level type scenario and they're there and there's one at one point, all the stuff is going on, and they just have Dirk Diggler, Mark Wahlberg's face. And he's just kind of has this weird, creepy smile on it. He's just staring straight ahead. And it's what feels like forever. There's no sound whatsoever. Like you or whatever sound you're hearing, you're like John C. Riley's next to him. Like he's saying something to him. So I think the whole goal of the scene is that he's zoning out and you're supposed to be him at that moment. Yeah. And it really, really kind of hypnotizes you a little bit. It really makes you, it, 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 it really rises the level of like the worry that you have for them in that scene. Like, because you're like, Oh, he's checked out. Like he's just, he's trying to go to a safe place or something yeah, yeah, during this, but it's such a cool little creepy, weird little Joker smile that he's doing. Like he's just doing this. He's, he's just on a different planet at that point. He just wants to, you know, he just wants to be taken yeah. away somewhere else. What's going on. So I noticed that on this and I'm like, I wonder if he does that in other movies when things like that happen, or if it, is it just a, uh, just um a uh, unique to this film or unique to that scenario, you know?
0: Ooh, I, We'd Have to do a deep dive into the PTA filmography, yeah, which I wouldn't mind doing, but I don't know if I could recall
1: that off the top of my head. But god, yeah, I
0: that flim, that, that
1: it's, <laughs> it's so great. And the other thing I brought up is <clears throat> I wanted to uh, clarify something with you. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time we brought up Boogie Nights, which wasn't that long ago, we mentioned the I think we we're talking about on endings, like the ending, the ending of Boogie Nights, uh, or the, whatever it was, and um, and what you call it? Um, when you said, "What is your perception of the end of Boogie Nights?" Because I remember you said something very interesting to me, and uh, we we were talking about it. And when I say we, I mean me and my girlfriend. We were talking about it, and uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, do you think but, so, Doctor?
1: Um, but I, what I what I was wondering was, do you? I perceive that as a fairly happy ending. Yes, in that. Oh, see, I didn't think you thought that. I thought you thought in, it was... within that world, it's not ideal.
0: I mean, it's still, yeah, it's, it's an ending. It's an ending within their universe. It's, it's still a depraved world that they live in. You know, they're still pornographers, and they're still going to deal with addiction and death and you know disease because of the right. time it was in. So, it, they, for Eddie, they for Eddie, were... yes, it's a uh uh not like a he he not a rehabilitation but he comes home he he comes crawling and begging for to for Jack to help him again you know right and jack takes him in into that life and yeah they they you know they do kind of Amber still's you know she's not gonna have her kid she's still you know roller girl still got all sorts of you know mental issues and stuff like that so it's like it's an ending in their world, that seems happy, but like they still have a lot of problems in their lives. You know, it's not not everything's not lucky dory after that for them. But it's but think, it's a step up from what was going on in Eddie's life, particularly.
1: You right. know, he was a but, drug but I,
0: addict, and he you know now he's going to get help from Jack. So hopefully, but you know, they're still going to go on living in that universe of theirs.
1: But I think what I took from it is that I love that. that but what I what I took from it is that you're you're etching. In this chaos, in this type of depraved world, we etched out a family. Yes. Yeah. Right. I think sure. that was the point of it. That was the point. Well, like, yeah, I absolutely. What they were trying to show you is, especially for Dirk Diggler, for, you know, Eddie, the idea was, well, if if you were to connect the dots with his real mom and his real family, even with all the stuff that happened, this is a, a better alternative. Well, yeah, absolutely. And it's a very, Family is a strong, strong
0: theme in Boogie Nights because obviously you have Eddie. Everybody's home life was not great or they wouldn't have found themselves where they are, right? Right. Amber, roller girl. Amber, you know, she she is loses her son.
1: It was like Island of Misfit Toys. Like that yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah, roller yeah.
0: girl to high school. You had Eddie's family situation was obviously terrible. And, uh, oh, isn't that a tough scene to watch when his dad just sits on the bed and doesn't help him? Yeah, oh. yeah, it's bad just was like yeah but I, I gotta live with her you know no yeah. oh, that's so oh yeah, yeah and so but yeah but then they do establish though amber and jack are kind of the parents of it and roller girl and eddie are kind of the sisters you know they have the whole scene where roller goes can i call you mom you know that yeah.
1: literally says that it's a creepy so. scene
0: uh yeah but god it's a it's a masterpiece it's one of my favorite things of all time and it, it's unintention not unintentionally but there's so much humor out of it too just the little lines you know just the 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 colonel scenes are hard, but the colonel, you know, Colonel oh, Doctor, <laughs> just, are you my friend? Jack is one of the hardest <laughs> things to watch, especially also, when, the, when the sound cuts off and you just see him mouthing the words, "Are you my friend?" You go, yeah, fuck, that's hard.
1: Also, the his, his last scene, it, like just the angle you have, oh, yeah, because you're you're getting a peek into what his daily life yep. is, and you're like, that's hell, that's hell, yeah, just just getting like,
0: beaten like, by an inmate.
1: And it's almost worse. I'd almost, you'd almost rather see him yeah, some, uh, some, some inmate having anal sex with him and <laughs> see that, like, see what you see with the guy just slapping him and he yeah. calls him Colonel calls him. Like, Colonel. That makes it. That adds to the creepiness of it because you're like, oh, you've settled in. This is your dynamic. This is what's yeah. happening now. And it's also like, fuck him. He's a pedophile. He like he deserves it. Right. But you're, you're like, also oh, like, I'll leave the colonel alone. Yes. You're still like this poor old man <laughs> in a weird way. Yeah. Um,
0: are you my friend, Jack?
1: That's so are hard to
0: watch, man. What a brilliant masterpiece. We could do a whole episode on on boogie nights alone. But we, you had one more. No, that was the only two I watched. Oh, gotcha. I watched something <laughs> new. It nice. was a documentary. Um, for lack of anything better, on I watched a documentary on
1: palindromes. <laughs> oh, I also watched a documentary, but I want to hear about pal. What's it? Oh my god! It's called <laughs> the Palindromists. It's it's was it directed by Gary Goldman? Was it?
0: (laughs) 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 I feel like we should tell him about this. Yeah, I think he might like it. You know me. I like my I have a kind of uh, brain that kind of works like that. I'm always trying like reading into words and numbers and I like doing crosswords and stuff like that. And I like puzzles like that. And so I've always been fascinated kind of by palindromes because uh, they're super hard to write. There it is. Coming up, the palindrome is a documentary about the World Palindrome Championships. And they've wow. got some, some, you know, some of the more famous palindromes here. Obviously, for those of you who don't know, a palindrome is it reads the same way forwards as it does backwards. So, E pop, Hannah, you know, I used to date a girl named Hannah and it was H A N N A H. And I always used to go, I love how your name's a palindrome. She went, Yeah, get over it, weirdo. So it's. <laughs> Biggest star, I guess, would be Will Shorts, who is the editor and writer oh, of, most yeah. of the New York Times crosswords puzzle. Crossword There's yeah. actually a great documentary a couple of years back with him in it about the New York Times crossword competition. So, this is kind of similar in that vein. And basically, these top 10 palindrome creators in the world get together and they create this uh, challenge, this championship, this kind of tournament where they are given constraints. And they have to come up with palindromes. They're given a time allotment, and it's like you have to use a Spanish word in here. And it's so fucking difficult. And I'm amazed at the level of genius these people are working on. Wow. So uh, the best one, though, is there's the most, this probably the biggest star power is Danica McKellar's in it, Winnie Cooper. And because, oh, yeah, she's super smart, right? Super smart. She's like a mathematician by trade, but she is a palindromist, you know, it's self contained. She goes, yeah, I just love creating these palindromes. And she, Uh, She goes, my favorite one, she told us on the Tonight Show is uh, tons of UFO snot. That reads the same forward as it does backwards. Tons of UFO snot. And I go, that's a great one. I love that one. So if you read it back, it works out. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. And you would be amazed at how complex some of these guys can make these long sentences that read the same way. I mean, it was I was mind blowing.
1: What? Let me ask you this: What is for these competitions? What's the time frame they're giving these people to do this?
0: So the first day they are given three constraints. It's one is like describe the plot of a movie, uh, using only so many word, whatever. So um, I wish I had some of them off the top of my head, but um, they got like an hour to do that. So they go away and they can to bring all their notes and everything, and they can't be, you know, they check them against like the internet. So. You can't just go and use some sort of you know algorithm that pops out a uh a palindrome for you so then the next day they're given like even harder constraints like five constraints and you have to basically you get all day to come up with like your best three and then they're weighed based on audience vote and like technical it's all sorts of crazy rules that go into it but there's one guy from australia won, and it's just i mean it read like a poem frontwards and backwards. It was, I'm like blown away by the technicality and skill that you, cause I tried to do it just to create a little small sentence using like a name. And I threw my phone against the wall. I went back. Fuck, fuck this. This is impossible. <laughs> it's so hard. So was, it was fun. <laughs> if you like that kind of stuff to watch, it was very impressive. And I was very, uh, impressed with all that kind of. The I skill, would, do the thing, you know? I would just
1: like try to cheat and be like, "The Beaver Falls at Midnight." Byt, <laughs> just like yeah, add yeah. letters to it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but every time you add a letter, you got to add a letter on both sides.
1: It's very hard, man. So, yeah, how do you do that? That's hard. oh, yeah, really, so really they, hard. Is that how they're doing them? They're just doing it by letters, and they're going A, A, B, B, B. They all
0: are crazy about it. They've all got their different systems, and they all have their tricks of the trade, and they go, yeah, I know this word, and this word usually work good together, so I can do it this way, and then I'll add this, and it's just crazy.
1: Who's more of a loser? <laughs> <laughs> Me. Palindrom- Palindrome people or Dungeons and Dragons people?
0: I would... Have to say, there's a lot of crossover there.
1: <laughs> a lot of the palindromes have to do <laughs> yeah. with dragons.
0: Okay, hey, hey, we got to wrap this thing up. I got a and tournament uh, at
1: six <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> yeah. We're saving a princess at three. Can we do this palindrome <laughs> thing <laughs> quick enough? <laughs> no, and I shouldn't say. I may say say dork, who's more of a nerd, because they're not losers. They're actually brilliant.
0: Well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But they these are, are nerds. Most of them are nerds getting very excited about wordplay. And they're going, oh, I was so excited when I got this clue. And you go, all right, relax. You know, fucking Poindexter. <laughs> yeah. Some of these palindrome kids need to get punched in the face. Yeah. Simmer down, Borax. <laughs> Borax. <laughs> <laughs> Poindexter. My favorite geeky name that i blatantly stole from the simpsons it's, it's it, i think it might even be an exact sentence it goes settle down borax or no <laughs> oh i can't remember it's something hit me it's, there's no time for your science board uh something
1: so yeah, that's fun. they're the best um no i uh yeah i would not be able to do those. That, I, but i guess if you like sat down and you just added a letter to each side It's very difficult. I tried for like
0: an hour and I couldn't come up with one. I was trying to use... So, Danica McKellar, Winnie Cooper, she goes, start with like your name and try and work out one with your name. So, I was just sitting there going, A-N-D, my name stinks, I can't do it in that way. Y and D, there's nothing that works together with that, you know? So, it's... You got to think of it it. more backwards than anything. Like, Sean, you have probably better... N-E-A-S starts with something so like... Yeah, even that's tough. I don't know. We live. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. screaming at the radio right now. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it later, I guess. In the, in the, in the, in, the, in far documentaries go, though, at, it was only an hour and a half long, but it went by because now I want to see who wins. I'm like, oh, this person, you know,
1: they all come from different walks of life. So it was interesting, but that's what I watched. I watched a documentary about, um, fake uh, uh, um, uh, forgers, uh, the master like forger. That, this this huge art scandal that happened in like early 2000s.
0: Oh, I love all that stuff. For
1: the, the Nodler Gallery in Manhattan shut down because of it. And one of the main people they interview in it is the woman who was like partially responsible. Um, she wasn't <laughs> the forger, but she was the the the, the um, what do they call it at the gallery? The, the She the, was um, a
0: inside man.
1: She was an inside man. No, she <laughs> was the. Uh, what do they call it? The- curator? Curator. Curator. I couldn't think of the word. She was the curator. And the whole debate, the whole time was, did she know um, either she knew she didn't knew or she, or she was just complicit in it or she, uh-huh. or, or she was, she, she knew, but she didn't hundred percent know, or she was getting played as well or whatever it right, was. Right. Right. And all you got to do is watch her interviews. And by the end of the movie, you're like, yeah, she knew like she, <laughs> she knew at least at a certain point, Because all these people kept going or being like all these, these um, certifiers used to be like, or whatever you want to call them. These these art authenticators would would go to her and be like, yeah, this is not a Jackson Pollock. And she'd be like, okay, I'll just sell it somewhere else. Don't worry. Like she was just (laughs) like, no lady. Like it's like, you're not going to take their word for it. Repercussions lady. Yeah. So she would just take it. And there was some guy who got screwed for like 8 million bucks. Some like French guy. And he comes to her and, he screams at her at a restaurant or something like that. And his and her response is to go, listen, I know you let, want, give me the painting back. We'll get you your money back. We'll get you your money back. Well, I'll sell it and get your money, your money back. And he's like, that's what you took from it. Like, that's what you like, like she was just, right. Right. Like she was, she pretended the paintings were real way past anybody was pretending the paintings were real like that. kind of <laughs> thing, you know? So, but it's a good, it's a good documentary. I forget what it's called. It's called like, I know comics who have, been in the game
0: way too longer after they've been funny because people, we've all pretended that analogy didn't work.
1: <laughs> well, it's a true statement. Yeah, in
0: my head, it sounded better, but yeah, that stuff's always interesting. Um, I love, yeah, heist, any sort of good sort of uh, uh con, I love.
1: Love it. Love it. You ever see Matchstick Men? It's not, it's not the best no. movie in the world. Oh, you never saw it? You'd love it. But you just told me it wasn't the best movie in the world. But if you like con con artist movies, all right, it's cool for that. Like, watch it, watch match. I, 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 no, Sam, Sam Rockwell, Nicolas Cage. Oh, um, yeah, dude, watch Matchstick man. Okay, uh, but yeah, I shouldn't have said you'll that it's not great <laughs> <laughs> because it, it is good, but it's not the best thing ever, but it's worth watching, yeah, yeah. um. Andy, I think it's time for movie universes.
0: Oh, baby. So yeah, this all spawned from me wanting to be a fireman and living in the rescue me universe and big shout out to Dimwit Dan Sweeney texted me uh, last week. He goes, hey, man, just watched. uh, Just listened to last week's episode. I'm two episodes deep into rescue me. I love it. So there you go. The proof is in the pudding. You listen to the podcast. We give you good recs and we're only
1: going to make your lives better. There you go. Yeah, we. There's only positive things happening on this podcast. We oh, will not. We will not steer you wrong. We're going to tell you no. to watch Michael Clayton. We're going to tell you to watch Boogie Nights. We're going to yes. tell you to watch Matchstick Men. We're going to tell you to, to we have really to good, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. We we should also we should have uh, Dimwit approved. We should have Dimwit approved. <laughs> dimwit approved like a seal on the thing where where this thing is Dimwood approved. Where yeah. things that we mentioned in the podcast more than once is dimwit approved trademark um but yeah so you we also we opened it up a little bit for the universes we said tv universes or movie universes that you want yeah look at. mine all
0: are different genres of a similar theme because i think you'll see once i get into mine that there's a <laughs> uh, ongoing uh tie-in here so i'll start with my first one they're you know all, me.
1: They're all hockey related.
0: No, but you know me is going to be hockey right off the bat. Give me a slap shot or Young Blood. Like I would have loved to have been a part of the hockey team in those worlds. Slap shots obviously a comedy, but I don't know if you've ever seen Young Blood. You know Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze. I never very saw early that. Keanu Reeves uh appearance. And it's just on the road with the boys playing hockey, doing what you love. Going out, chasing girls, having a good time, and then you go play hockey, and that's how you make a living, and that's how you live your life. God, I missed the fucking calling on that one. Uh, <laughs> I would just love to be in a hockey team universe. You want, so would you take? There's young blood. Look at that! Oh god, it's so perfectly eighties. And I this was a, uh, I mean, this was the top of the tops for me as a kid. It had hockey. It had it had uh, beautiful, glorious. Uh, uh just gratuitous 80s tits in it it had hijinks it, it's just had fighting it was great it had everything and well, then had now,
1: water That's let me ask you, yeah, yeah let me ask you this for your for your hockey universe would it you'd have to you'd want it to be an 80s hockey universe
0: uh, 70s or 80s i think
1: and speaking of 80s i forgot about another rewatch i did last night 16 candles Ooh, can't go wrong with I that. I would love to be in uh, that. You know what? I'm just going gonna, gonna to add that to my list. And, oh, um, right, sir. That'll be my yeah, first I one. Know,
0: I, I don't know if I would go into the 90s. Then you got the Mighty Ducks, who's kind of the 90s hockey. That's just corn. I don't want to be a part of that universe.
1: Yeah, so you want to be a, an adult hockey universe that takes place in the yeah. 70s or the 80s. Correct. Be a bit like even with Full-time all, hockey. all the, the fights and everything. And yeah. The, yeah, yeah. That's what you want. For carousing. Carousing. Yeah. The, the the lollygagging the I the, love it <laughs> the pranks on one another
0: the in team initiations and rivalries. I love all that stuff.
1: Uh well since I just brought it up, I'll make for my first one, which is just, I just added to the list. I would have liked. there's a way I can say this Ooh. to be part of the John Hughes J-H. the John Hughes universe. Uh the usiverse. The Husiverse. The, Hughes-iverse. the, Hughes-iverse, the Hughes-iverse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um all I would have had to do is gone to Shermer High School, Shermer in Shermer, Illinois. Yeah,
0: you just had to grow up in suburban Chicago
1: because multiple, multiple uh, movies of his take place at that high school, like Breakfast Club does, and then I think Ferris Bueller's does as well. Yeah, well, They're all Shermer, Illinois High School. Yeah,
0: and I mean, uh, so many of those great movies, even like The Home Alone's, were set in that suburban Chicago. I mean, Uncle Buck, uh, all yeah. those great. Yeah, the universe. That's a wonderful wonderful one to be a part of. I agree. I would love to be a part of that world too. I as an extension to build on yours, love any sort of uh high school universe too. Days and Confused pops in Fast Times.
1: Well, Fast Times you no know,
0: universe. Yeah. All that stuff. Just to be, you know, forever 18 years old and just kind of having zero responsibilities where you're just yeah, God.
1: taking your sister to, to get an abortion, like really taking fun your... stuff. <laughs> I go precious <laughs> memories. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see working at a fast like, food eat.
0: restaurant, and
1: yeah, yeah. That I think it's also just going like like I I was I was saying last night I was like I'm such an old man at this point I'm watching 16 candles like getting wistful like wistful. Sure. Like, 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 you don't get, but the young people don't get wistful. I'm, <laughs> I'm, wrong like, with that, babe? I'm middle-aged at least, which I, which I am 42, I but it's 70. like, it creeps up on you, where you're like actually watching it, getting wistful. I watched, oh, I watched coming to America too as well. Maybe we should talk about that.
0: I didn't watch it yet. Well, oh. let me watch it first and then we'll watch it next week. So I, about
1: it next I won't time. tell you either way, but yeah, I, said, yeah, I like to go in fresh. Uh, well, this isn't going to ruin anything. All right. I got. Wit- you can just guess this. I got wistful for that okay, too. Okay. I got okay. wistful. That's all I was gonna say. You man. I thought
0: you were gonna give me. I. I thought it was better no. than. I, okay.
1: I. No, no, no. I won't give you any opinion. I won't give Death you. opinion.
0: That's hell of a picture. here. <laughs>
1: huh. Let's go, Deathblow.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've done do a, ve-
0: a lot of subtle Seinfeld this week.
1: I'd like to be in the death blow universe if I could. I love how... I want to be in the, in the channel universe. I want to help those people get to the, the channel. channel. How'd that guy get in the <laughs> channel?
0: There's that scene when the Costanzas go over to the Ross's house for the first time and just the Costanzas are going to do the Costanzas and then Mr. Ross goes, oh, death blow, that's out of the picture. Just Frank loses his way to go, hey, hey, I'd like to go in fresh! <laughs> <laughs> it's, you're at a dinner party. Have some fucking the little couth
1: yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> uh, she's okay, of, she's
0: heard of Merlot. Let's get. <laughs> um We'll volley it
1: back to goes, mine. Oh, the ch- goes, the chicken has sex with all of them, that's and he goes, mercy. "That's police."
0: God bless him. RIP Jerry Stiller. Um, so here's one that you know. Uh, you could maybe not guess, but you know me. My I, I went immediately to my loves. And so hockey, the next one is music. Any sort of kind of band universe I love to be in. And I thought one that was cool that kind of encompasses everything for me would be the almost famous universe. Now, oh, that'd be cool for both sides. I think it would be super cool to be a rock and roll journalist. And I think it would be super cool also to be in the band. You know, because either way, you're on the road with the boys and you're playing the sold out shows and you just, you know, as a comic when you get you're on the road a lot and you play to these hmm, yeah, not so much sold out shows if you're me. But uh, you get a little taste of what that could be like on this massive grand scale. And it just, just seems like, you know, uh, man, I Blues Brothers
1: just know that seems so much fun. Yeah, it, just it does. Glorifies. <laughs> What if about this? I'll give you a scenario. What if you could do that, but you had to make it exactly like almost famous? Where you were you with that kid's age? Like, uh, like, which is not that big of a deal of a question, but like, but it's one to think about. You, you could live in that universe for however long the movie goes for. Actually, no, the movie's pretty long, so it would be like six months on the road with that band. But you have to be Patrick Fugit and almost famous, and you're 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 fifteen. I would do it. You would do it, yeah. So would yeah, I, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how do you think little, like, fifteen-year-old Andy Fiori would have weathered I, weather on the road? Would you? How how long would you have called your mom? And I would have. I would my yeah, mom night. in three.
0: <laughs> I would have been a homesick little fucking <laughs> crying pussy.
1: <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Dude, I, was, I, went, I went to a camp once when I was like in fifth grade, like, like for with with the school, this thing called Colebrook, and I went. Alike. What
0: we're too alike cuz i know exactly yeah. what you're going to say <laughs> and
1: I, I think i might have told you this before i two nights before we were supposed to leave i packed my stuff and i and i i wrapped up everything and had it ready to go and i slept just on the cot on top of my sleeping bag just re- ready to go ready for ready to go
0: i went to hockey camp when i was 10 11 and like 12 years old i went really sleep early away? sleep yeah. away and i called home crying to my mommy every <laughs> single day I go with like morbid stuff. Do I go, what if you guys get into like a car accident? I never see you again. She's like, relax, psycho. It's not going to happen. <laughs> just a, we just, just urinating out of my eyes.
1: Just a, just a couple of fucking wimps. Yeah. And
0: then magically everything turned when I get I hit like 14 and I kept going to camps because I would go for hockey and like lacrosse camps. Yeah. And like as soon as my freshman year came around, I was totally fine with it. I was just like, I don't want to.
1: Be oh gone. yeah, no, I was like, I would be gone, but I, but I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't go to any more camps. But I didn't have that same, you know. I was just when yeah. I was little.
0: I was like, Man. by the time I got to college freshman year, I was so in love with the freedom. My mom wrote me a letter. She was like, "Is everything okay? Did we do something?" Because I, d- <laughs> I didn't call home for like a month and a half. My mom was like, "Are you alive? You're not taking our phone calls. We haven't heard from
1: you." She was like generally concerned. I was like, I'm just living La Vida Loca, baby. Yeah, you're, A month and a half, you see your picture on the back of a milk carton. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so so i have another one. Sort of the music industry. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Sort of that band touring groupie scenario.
1: That, okay, so two of mine, I'm going to, so we can speed it up a little bit. I'm going to bring up the next two of mine because they're kind of related. And I think they're related for the same reason. Um. <laughs> one of them is the wire i'd love to be in the wire universe yeah, yeah. Like on the cop side of things obviously <laughs> um because it looks really fun and it looks it like the wire is supposed to be supposed to be like 95% realistic like we're like 92% yeah, yeah. realistic like from what i've heard and also michael clayton uh, i would love to be in that
0: universe in but, what capacity there as, that, the, as like a cleaner
1: like, No, as his family of his family, like (laughs) his family is like a cop family. That's what it's supposed to be. So I think like, remember how I said in the podcast before I took all the tests to be a cop, but I wasn't. I don't think I wanted to be an actual cop. I wanted to be a TV slash movie cop. That's what I (laughs) I get that. A hundred percent. Yeah. So
0: I I don't want to fight fires. I want to hang out with the boys at the firehouse. (laughs) (laughs) I want to eat smoke all day. Are you kidding me? It's really dangerous.
1: So I think I like those kind of things where it's like how I, how before I took those NYPD tests, how I pictured that job was going to be. And then I think that's why when I got there to that last test and I failed the last test, but besides that, I heard these guys talking and I was like, oh, I don't like any of these guys. And then that's why I was like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's not the only reason, but it's like, so it doesn't, you know, cops are way more. Um, the cops on TV are probably way more charismatic.
0: <laughs> sure. Hey, you go back and look at that episode of Broad City. You look pretty good in those NYPD blues, <laughs> baby.
1: <laughs> it makes sense, right?
0: They, they fit well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, but, it's, but I yeah, so that's my, that's uh, two more that I had was the why. I think it'd be awesome to be because it just seemed – even with all how miserable that was, it seemed like they were having like fun a lot of the time. Like, you course, know what I'm saying? Like, sure. like, yeah, there's moments that I'm like, that's really funny. And that's, you know, dude,
0: that's, they, the, the same thing you're saying is what ties into all of mine. And here's, I should have lumped this in with the uh, fast times, days and confused the animal House. It's the, the you know, the, and I'm not a frat guy either, but that would have been my fraternity. You know what I mean? I wasn't yeah. going to be proper Greek frat
1: guy. Right, I would have right. been one of the animal
0: guys. I would have right. been one of the, you know, I would have the, yeah.
1: the, del- the deltas, you know? Yeah. I think maybe that's what we're attracted to the under, whatever underdog universe there is. <laughs> Cause even my last one fits into underdogs. All right. Well, I got
0: two more. So um, yeah, this one's kind of not even again, what I would want to do, but the perfect storm universe, I have a romanticism for that kind of life of we're blue collar guys. We work hard. We go out for, X amount of weeks, and we do all our work in one season, and then we come home to our girls, and we drink hard. I'm like <laughs> that's great, except for the whole deadly storm thing and dying. But I am I again romanticize that kind of thing, and that's great
1: for besides the whole the reason the movie was made. <laughs> you know, it's like most whole, people are like like uh most people are watching perfect storm they're like oh my god this cautionary tale and this awful tragedy and he's like that's great they get to drink with their buddies and like hang out and go doesn't want to, to be buried
0: sea. at sea come on save <laughs> money on the yeah, funeral it's honorable <laughs> absolutely uh um, but you get it so essentially it's though but it's all mine are are being with the guys it's being on a team it's being a part of a club you know what i yeah mean? yeah it's just it's something i've it's probably what why i love kind of hanging out in comedy clubs with all it's you're with your buddies and you're ball breaking it's kind of in that same vein it, that's on yes, that
1: it's the best part of it especially yeah, yeah. and also what's made me realize that even more is um covid so like when you're not when you're not able to do it you're like oh fuck i remember yeah. how much fun this is you know Totally. like even even i went to the cellar the other night and i was like oh my god i missed this so yeah. much so much yeah but so you got my, one more i got one more okay great my last one fits in with that because and it's part of a bigger universe but i i specifically would want to be in their little part of the universe okay uh guardians of the galaxy oh
0: okay i thought it was going to be mine but now it's completely different
1: um no i want to i would love to be with them because i think it's the underdog thing and they're absolutely super funny like super funny um not formal, not you know, the other ones like like if you're part of the Captain America part of that universe, it's a little bit more like uh it's the government, it's the stuffy part, it's the uh, you know, yeah, you're, you're the hero here and this. But this they're just a bunch of derelicts.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm drawn to derelicts and ball breaking behavior and a kind of bunch
1: of, of scumbags. Yeah. You
0: know, you you like you, we're not outlaws, but you like to think that you could be a good one in it yeah, you know, right, the, right, exactly. Outlaw. Well, that's just rob
1: a bank. Let's just rob a bank and see what happens.
0: That ties perfectly into my last one because I don't actually want to be a part of these universes, but I love the Shawshank Redemption, Cool Hand Luke, camaraderie atmosphere. If of like a gang of the, the prison gang, don't you love the Shawshank Redemption? The larger you
1: like pl- platonic prison friendships. Yes, That's what exactly. <laughs> you want, you want. I don't want a I don't want a kernel scenario. <laughs> but no, you're like I love
0: the scenes in Shawshank when. The, all the boys are sitting at the lunch table. It's in the great. Yep. And they're all yeah. breaking. Then it doesn't matter yeah. what color you are. It doesn't matter what you did in as a crime. Everybody's innocent. in Shawshank. It's just friends. And they're all,
1: how yeah, when they're working on the roof, they're enjoying a few beers. Just, oh, I, I yeah. love that. And let's be honest, like that's a movie atmosphere because in real life in the 40s, the 50s, when that was yeah. going on to the 60s, the color would have mattered. I think that would have been a little bit, a bit of a separation going on there. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's why movies are so like r- romantic and so so magical because you're like, oh, how how it, I would love to attain that level of that that universe, even if yeah. even though it is it's even though it is an old prison where we're getting we're getting raped. Like I said, I don't actually want to go. No, no, <laughs> you don't want to actually go. Right. Exactly. No, but I think. Yeah, I think what it, that, I think it's good to realize. Why we want the certain ones we want because you could go the opposite route and go oh I'd love to be in the Top Gun universe because they're flying they're they're part of the military and they're flying those planes that doesn't appeal to me at all like I, yeah, that's like yeah. that's like the, or they're playing volleyball and they're all jacked and they're I'm like no 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 I don't want that I don't want like douchebag universe I want like cool guy like has a sense of humor universe like that kind of stuff you know and, and I'm not hanging hard. out with an ice man
0: yeah you know? we, we, we don't have the bodies for that. we're not really built for top gun universe that's very
1: true absolutely yeah right that might be part of it too like you it's like dress for the job for the job for the job you have not the job you want (laughs) dress for the universe you
0: have anything with cut off shorts as like a casual choice we're not going to be a part of
1: Well, I think we uh I think we picked some pretty good ones. I want to put it out to you guys because uh, we have to wrap up. Put it out to everybody. What universe, movies or TV, we'll take both, tweet at us at the DYM podcast That's on Twitter, it. uh, and let us know what which 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 universe you want to be a part of and why uh like like maybe you could like like we were saying we love these underdog ones we love the camaraderie ones we love like the like the blue collar ones we like let us know which ones you love and why um and also hit us up on instagram it's the same thing it's at the dym podcast uh follow us on both subscribe rate and review the podcast right andy also check out andy has a radio show on sirius satellite radio it's called uh the raw report and it's every uh it's every thursday at 4 p.m on raw dog 99 and he also has some social media tell him about andy Oh, you can
0: follow me at Andy Fiori. It's A-N-D-Y-F-I-O-R-I. Fiori, it means flowers in Italian. <laughs> Wouldn't I have a great mafia name, Andy Flowers? Great, perfect. Andy flowers would be great. Name. Yeah. No, mafia but, name. That'd
1: be great, Andy Flowers. He kills a the guy, then he sends him flowers to his funeral. <laughs> yeah, oh. I call not know one. Andy I love Flowers. It. <laughs> that might be your new fucking nickname, Andy Flowers. Uh, um. Yes, and you can
0: uh, follow me there. Follow Sean on the socials at Shawnee Time, and you can listen to his SiriusXM XM radio show on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. on SiriusXM XM Broad Dog 99. And go, they're all the episodes are on demand for each of our shows. You can go. Sirius XM is always doing subscriber deals, and you can get like t- 10 months for 50 cents or something. Who knows? But go check it out. It's worth it. You get music, sports, both of us, if you're not sick of us. Comedy, entertainment—it's got everything. I don't know why you don't have it. If you're ever—I'm uh, uh, talking myself uh, hoarse here, screaming <laughs> about the advantages of SiriusXM. But oh, also, guys, know. check out the oh, yeah, Last yeah, Button yeah. family of of podcasts. So many great podcasts here. We want to thank our producer, Mushy Mike Suarez, Buster Palm himself, Mikey. Oh, we didn't hear from Mikey today. He's been silent all day today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What's wrong why Mikey don't talk? you don't you don't, oh, you don't no, say yeah, anything. You didn't need me today. <laughs> no, Mike. Come on. You have to see the scene. I'm just listening. That's what you gotta say. Yeah, just I'm just listening. listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm as well is, the, the, the hook. Oh. But but guys, we can't thank you enough for listening. Please tell your friends about the podcast. Like I said, subscribe, rate, and review. It's the DYM podcast. This was so much fun. We will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye. And March 13th, Saturday. If you're hearing this, come out. Oh, yes. Go see Andy.
0: City Steam. Andy. <laughs>